0: Hello and welcome to Awakened Entrepreneur Revolution. In this podcast, you will discover how to co-create success in your business by aligning mind, body, and soul. Each week, you will hear unconventional ways to build your business multidimensionally by mixing the woo and the do. Their traditional approach hasn't resonated with you because it is not meant for you. You have simply evolved past it.
1: The energy is shifting. The old tools are not working anymore. So let's ride the wave into the new world together with your host, Judith Junke, Ascension coach and business mentor, and Jenna Nixa, the authentic sales coach and multidimensional business mentor. Let's apply what you already know to be true intuitively and then massively up-level
0: your business to live your purpose. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Awakened Entrepreneur Revolution. Today, we are going to be talking about everybody's favorite five-letter word, (laughs) and that is sales and how to really sell in this new energy. And for just a minute, I would love for everybody to walk into this discussion as you lean in and you're listening can we wipe the slate clean on sales so from now on when i mention selling and sales the whole idea of a used car salesman which comes up a lot especially for us here in the states or that pushy icky uh, uh, sort of way about sales can we just can we just drop that for now and wipe that slate clean you can pick it back up later If you want, but hear me out Um, and hear Judith out as well as we have this discussion around, you know, call it 5D selling, call it selling with your soul, call it conscious selling, heart based selling. But but we're going to talk about, you know, maybe answer some questions around why you feel so um, uncomfortable around sales and and really how to embrace so much what we've been discussing on this podcast and how you can actually bring that in to your sales conversations and even closing the sale. So Judith, welcome. How are you? Hello, everyone. Hello, Jenna. I love what we're going to talk
1: about, the whole sales end. I know that is in particular your specific, specific I can never say that word, your specific gift that you are teaching everybody. So, but I really, I love that part. Because the well, the borders, if you want, between marketing and sales, depending on from which perspective we're looking at the whole thing, they are quite merging into one and the other. And another thing that I feel everyone who's listening to this knows or has heard about, and we're going to kind of tear it apart and see what comes out the other end today, is the beautiful term of the attraction marketing, which basically is supposed to be marketing and sales in one, if you want. And up front, well, I feel the overall idea around that is amazing. Question is just how can we execute it in an authentic way and in a way that really serves us, our clients and the business. And we're going to approach this whole sales thing from these two sides. So super excited where we're going to land with that. and I both have been buzzing up front, talking to each other here, and now we're just going to bring it all to you.
0: Yes. And I'm going to try not to get too feisty around this conversation, but I am going to bring it. <laughs> so, you know, the first thing I want to say, you know, as you mentioned, attraction marketing and sales, can I just um, break down and I'd love to get your take on this as well, Judith, like, especially as people come into the business that, you know, the, the the waters between marketing and sales get very blurred. And, you know, having been in the sales world for a very long time, over two decades. I can assure you, while there are places where they overlap, they are very much different things. In fact, if you go to any big company, they're different departments. So they have very different intentions in terms of what they, what ter- certain parameters they need to meet in order to be considered being successful. Now, of course, the bottom line is getting the client right, making the sale, all the things. But, but just to think that. These are one in the same and that one can do without the other. They work in tandem with each other. And where I was speaking to my feistiness is I see a lot of misrepresentation out there. Like, just let your company do all the sales for you. Just let, you know, it's all about like putting that perfect message out there in the perfect um, image. And people just be naturally drawn to that and they'll just want to buy your stuff. And yes, maybe that's true for a $7 whatever, right, or even a low-ticket workshop. But if you're in the business of helping and serving other people, then you need to learn how to have conversations with those people, okay, whether it's in the DMs or on a discovery call or in a Zoom, you know, some sort of presentation format. But we cannot, we absolutely cannot, hear me on this, please, just let the screen do all the work for us, right, and so we can't hide behind that especially if you're a coach because you're in the business of working with people and so you really have to honor that relationship from start until finish and so i'm going to get in like you know how do we do this from a sales perspective and how can i go about this and actually feel like a really good human <laughs> in the process but but just knowing that there's there's more to it than that and when somebody's trying to just make it sound like that's all you need to do, that it's, it, there's just, they're not giving you all the information. But Judith, I'd love to hear your take on it too.
1: I love that opening up. And I have several perspectives on that one, starting off with when you started with like bigger corporations or even the corporate world. Obviously, every bigger organization has different departments on marketing and sales because. When you look at it from the origin, obviously, you know, in a really big organization and a structure, you have in marketing also anchor the branding part, right? What is the brand about? And then if you look at goals that classic marketing departments have, they are usually have KPIs around uh, market shares and um, brand value or brand awareness, like all of these kind of things, right? You can just drop down all the KPIs right now. And then sales, obviously, I've been in corporate sales for a decade. Obviously, we're always measured then in the turnover and the profit that we generate, right? It's all about the cash. And obviously, there's always various layers of where you can say, okay, this is the profit layer that you're measured by or that is connected to your bonus and all of that. But I want to say but what has happened from my perspective then or is to me also a natural evolution step because what we're looking at here is we're personal brands in a small scale usually even if you make six or even if you make seven figures, maybe you have a team, maybe you have a team of like three to five to six people. That is usually what the scope of your organization may look like. This is not big enough yet to really make that clear cut into well, this is a whole department of marketing and this is a whole department of sales and you are not looking in your marketing at your market share, right? This is is not the same game, it's not the same story. So naturally, it has to be different. And this, taking this into consideration, plus the fact that the way or the industry that we are in, plus the whole evolution of how business is done, has speeded up so much over the past, I'd say, 10 years, plus minus, especially over the last three to four years. It it has to have an effect on the merge Of these two because you don't need from the full package that a huge corporation has you don't need all of these puzzle pieces in each of the departments and naturally to be able to cope with all of that and to be able to deliver on it in a high level way on those pieces that are relevant for the stage of your business that you're in right now then it makes sense to see where can i collapse or where can i combine them in a way that it's serving and this is how i feel the hype And there's good about it as well, the hype around the copywriting businesses that have just, you know, pushed or popped up from the ground in the last three years. And the power that is used in marketing through copywriting from that then emerged this, um, the power of the attraction marketing, because essentially it is the, the mastery, if you want, of writing copy in such an amazing way that it really converts people into your offers. And then is where it comes to what you just said. It is a difference. If you're selling high-ticket, five-figure, one-on-one coaching or high-level masterminds, those might, they can, but they might not naturally. I know people who do that still, right, who convert from their copy and from their content into that. But it depends, again, on where are you in your business. And then it is a matter of priority. For me, an ideal world would be, that I have a high level of mastery on my copy. So my copy does a huge part also of the sales job for me. And it does convert into what then is called automated sales. But I'd say it's not, you know, it's not autopilot of I do it once and then it delivers forever. But it will convert in a way because you have to also look at where do you dedicate your time and your energy? You cannot jump on a call or a DM conversation with 100 people every day and you don't want to be doing that. You want to really be in a longer sales conversation for the higher level tickets that you're selling. And this is where, what Jen has just said, you can't avoid talk to people when you're in the people business. While at the same time, you very well need to and have to make clear decisions and set boundaries. Which conversations are you taking and which are you not? And for that share where you are, okay, this is a kind of conversation I'm not having anymore personally. This is where... You can use content and copy to do the job for you. And this is a bit of a thing to navigate and not to confuse about. And this is what I feel we want to dive in a bit more to get this clearer and to get you a better understanding not to fall for, again, the marketing that you see a lot out there that is supposed to get you in the position to have pretty pictures
0: doing your sales, Right. Absolutely. I mean, no one would argue like Tony Robbins is not getting on sales calls, right? (laughs) But I can assure you he did at one point in his career. And, you know, like you were saying, as a solopreneur, yes, you are going to be doing both. Right. But, um, you know, the reason I wanted to bring up like the, the, the different departments is because people sort of think they're the same and they're not the same. And no, so I wanted to sort of make that line so that you understand, especially if you're you know a newer entrepreneur, that there's a lot of coaches out there that don't even understand that they're not the same. Now I would like to say if you can do your marketing and your copy and like Judith's saying and write excellent copy with like a sales overlay, that it will convert very nicely for lower ticket um and you know i can go into that or maybe we can do that on another episode but you know there is a way to do that and there's just this common misconception that um you know i just create good copy i i i create good value i show up consistently people are going to like me and then they're just going to buy and that is not not the same thing as doing you know um marketing that converts with more of that sales overlay and they, they are very different things. I see that a lot with my clients. You know, I'm being consistent. I think I'm offering all these tips and nothing. And that's because we don't have that sales element to them. You know, one thing I learned way back when, some of the things I, I learned back in those days was um, actually quite valuable still, right? And that is, you know, this idea that you are, are always leading them through a customer buying journey. Right, there is a destination. Some will, some will, some won't. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But if you're just hoping that your copy is gonna, wow, those were great tips. Let me go buy the thing. It doesn't really work that way. Um, there's there's an element of leading them. I call it micro conversions throughout that process, where they're continuously um, taking some sort of step. And as you continue to meet them, as they take those steps, they take another step and another step. And so when this is to me where marketing and sales really do overlap is because marketing for simplistic simplicity state, is that right? Um, Is really, you know, what attracts people in, like what brings them into your world, right? It's your messaging. It's your, you know, the vibe, right? It's, it's your what you do, who you are. And that's a big part of like what brings people in, right? Sales is then the piece that really takes over <laughs> once they're in the world, right? And what I want to really highlight during that customer buying journey is if done correctly with that sales overlay all the way through, by the time you actually get to the sales conversation, it really becomes more of a buying conversation and less of a sales conversation. And so while they are different things, like I was saying before, they very much support each other. And when we can do that in a intentional way with the right person, with the message and the results and how all of these things lining up, because we're not here to convince the wrong people, right? That it really does become just sort of like the next natural step in the process. Um I'm sure many of you maybe Judith you could speak to this too like we've all had those those journeys with people and by the time we got to the call with the coach or whatever it's like just tell me about your stuff like let me let me just hear about it like I want to know what it's all about how do I work with you how much and that's because they properly put these pieces together for you in one way or another. Sometimes that can be very short Sometimes it can be just as good as a freaking awesome ad and you're like, this person's inside my head. I got to talk to them. But for the most part, for most people, that's me, that's how I buy. But for most people, there is an intricate process that we're just gently guiding them through so that they get to experience us and you know how we work and, and how we like to teach even. Right. And the more we, Are Like, where are we leading them? And we know what we're doing here. And it's not just willy nilly like I create good content and hopefully they just DM me and we get on a call. You know, Um, when we're more intentional in that process, it really does set us up for a far more impactful discussion on the back end that can has no sleaze, no force, no pressure. Um, none of those elements have to be involved whatsoever. And I'll speak to the energy of that in a minute, but I'd love to hear your take on that sort of breakdown of the funnel, the most basic <laughs> breakdown of a funnel.
1: Gosh, I'm having a million thoughts on that. So I'm just kind of finding where to start. <laughs> we won't definitely be able to fit that all in this episode, but focusing <laughs> on, on the sales end of that, yeah. um, I do feel, well, two things. One, when you, when you either write the copy or prepare, like when you're getting clear on this journey that you want them to take in your world, right? Mm-hmm. To me, very key is that upfront, you get clear on who you want to talk to. And I do not mean the demographics, and I don't even mean the core inner emotional journey. That is like the basics, right? You know who that person is. You can experiment on the journey. It will evolve anyways while you grow. Yet, what I mean now with regards to the activation of them in the copy, and that can be written or can be you speaking. Like yesterday, I went live on Facebook for like 45 minutes just sharing and speaking and repeating a message and sending something and then elaborating around it again and again and again. And in that promoting something that I'm promoting currently. Right. But the question is, are you clear on what kind of a buying persona, where is that person on their in a journey with regards to the readiness of taking a decision? That is what I'm always asking myself when I am creating copy or when I just sit and feel and tune into it and out. Oh, I want to go live. What is my intention with that? Even if I already know I want to promote something or whatever it is, it can be talking about a podcast, but it can also be something that I'm currently selling. But the thing is having the clarity, A, what is the purpose of what I'm doing here and the intention? And that's what I'm teaching all my clients as well along the journey when they are about this. Okay, how do I market this now? How do I get them to have this? Oh, let's talk whatever that comes in in the journey, right? In the process that you were just describing, Um, to be really clear, am I speaking? Like you just said, you, you, what you described is talking to somebody who has a longer decision-making process. That is a person that is not completely ready to buy yet. That is a person who maybe even has not really started considering that they need the next thing. Whatever it is, maybe they are at the very first step of identifying for themselves. Oh, I should probably be looking at something that will support me. I don't have a clear idea yet on what that is or who that is, but I have the overall clarity that I am at the beginning of my next search, if you want to find that. So, and then you have a longer pathway for them. And that is what you described to me is the perfect way to lead them there. And that is like all these like mini puzzle pieces that you're handing them you're telling a story in your content that is brand building so a lot of marketing but on top of that you put the sales layer by bringing in a client result just like one sentence you know by the end of the copy you come to oh by the way my client x achieved this and this and this doing exactly what i just described last month this is part of the sales process in your copy and this is what you need to this is a nourishing part and um, you know where you Bit by bit by bit, bring them closer to you if you are speaking to somebody who's not ready to move yet. If you decide, and that is completely choice, to talk in your content to somebody, you want those that convert fast. You need to speak a different language in your content. And that means you are talking exactly to those that already exactly know I know I'm looking either for a new coach, I'm looking for a retreat, I'm looking for a workshop, I'm looking for whatever it is, or for that specific result that I'm looking for that can be relationship or a business result, whatever that is, but they already know that they're looking for it and they're searching and you kind of just got to show up on their search results if you want with the right content, but making it ready for them so that they're like, okay, I don't need all the fluff fluff around this. I just want the fact-based kind of thing. I'm checking in. Am I in alignment with what she's saying or he's saying and with her as a person, if that is considering working with you personally, and then they will, flip fast and this is a different conversation this is also part of the sales where you need to be clear and this was the point up front you know be up front clear who you're talking to beyond the demographics beyond the inner journey but the readiness to make a decision of that person and that will guide you to a different funnel if you want and a different approach on how you write copy or how you write emails
0: that's a great point and you know something to bring up here is uh, is even you're always going to want to be closing and not, and I know ABC, that's from the sales world, always be closing, but that doesn't mean the sale. That means the next step, because to your point, yeah, yes, there are going to be ready to buy people in your audience, right? But it's generally like one to 3%, and three is being really kind. So a lot of people now, especially, um, we can talk to that place and they can feel that this is you know, where I want to go. But, you know, tell me if you've experienced this, but a lot of coaches have been burned. You know, maybe they made those decisions quickly. Right. And they do feel like, okay, like I want to take my I'm one of those. You know, I used to just, oh, I feel it. It's good. Go. And then I got in and I was like, oh, crap. You know, and so um, I think a lot of people are a little bit more um, seasoned buyers now and do want to have more of a taste, do want to take a little bit more time. And while, while you can absolutely speak to those who are like me still, you know, I have both happening for me, depending on what my needs are and how pertinent it is that I get an answer and and a support right now um, versus those that I'm like checking in on. So we want to make sure that we're calling in both because, um, Some people are your ideal client and they are ready, but they just want to feel good about their decision. And so we want to make sure we have somewhere to lead them so that we're continuously supporting them. And this doesn't, you know, even though I'm doing this whole thing, you know, this doesn't have to be months, you know, this could be weeks, this can even be days, you know, and, and so, but just having a way to always meet them and to close them for lack of a better word on the next step. So, you know, whether that's getting the lead magnet, whether that's um, joining a group, whether that's wanting to be on the email list, whether that's attending a workshop, whether that's, you know, it doesn't have to just be I'm signing up as a client. It's helping them continue to say, yes, yes, I want that next thing. Yes. I. And the more they do that, the more comfortable they feel, the more supported they feel. And when you can meet them there, when it's time to hop on a discovery call, they're not like, hmm who is this person? You know, they're more like, okay, I know who she is. I know her heart. I know what she's all about. And now it's just a matter of like, what's the best way to work together. And so, you know, knowing that there's both of those out there, some people are just far more, I'm going to make a decision right now. And, and that other people are at the same place but they are a little bit more like I want to just test this out a little bit. And so while you can absolutely, and I would encourage you to do both in your content, speaking to, you know, that ready to buy person, um, but also knowing that there's other people ready to buy, they just aren't going to pull the trigger immediately. And so how how to really talk to both because some people are just, they've been burned and,
1: I want to say something to that and what I'm about to say it might trigger a few of you listening to this I feel I agree what you're saying I understand the process and it's true to me and at the same time I want to say it is a choice again of who you want to talk to you can absolutely choose to talk to people who may have been burned in the past but and this is now where it might trigger you it is your own responsibility that you got burned because what you back then thought in your, when you made the decision and even when it felt like a fuck yes, and you thought that it was a full body. Yes. while it wasn't because it was still well that you were in your patterns that you didn't see in your blind spots. You got distracted in a way you just back then didn't understand it. And you needed the lesson to understand that you were, and maybe to learn a few other things. Right. So you can absolutely, decide and choose to talk to a person who's had this experience but you can also choose to talk to a person who's had this experience and has overcome that and has taken the lesson and the learning and has now learned to lead themselves in a completely different way that they still don't need the monthly nurturing sequence wherever that is on your email list or on your content and all of the things that you just shared which are completely right right if that's the lead magnet the facebook group the whatever that is the all the connection points that we have which are amazing, and they serve exactly for the purpose of what you just said, Jenna. And at the same time, it is the choice of what you as the CEO of your business decide and choose to at the moment as a priority with regards to selling. If you say a priority and a goal or an intention of mine for this year is to make faster cash, then the conclusion can be the majority of my content for the next quarter or whatever that's going to be Is more targeted and directed to exactly those people who are fast decision makers because they already know that they want to make this decision, that they know they want to come and join a program or whatever exactly it is you're selling, right? That thing. And once you've accomplished that, maybe your goal is just to make it a bit more tangible, have five people in your one-on-one maybe, right? Until you have these five people in, your content will be very directly speaking to these people and probably you won't have a very high share of this nurturing and these very soft and very get to know me first, very lightly and lovingly. And then when you've accomplished that, your content may switch a little bit again, and then you will open up more to the broader masters, which is, like you said, right? The majority of people um, that we will reach Or at a point that might not be flipping fast, 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 and they need a bit of a longer journey to see if you are the right person for them. And then you get to talk to them again. But that is, again, having the awareness and with that choosing exactly who is the person that you're talking to and when are you talking to that person, right? Depending on what your intention of money making is in the next period. And it can be a month, but can be half a year. It depends on where you want to go. Just I'm inviting you to challenge yourself on the clarity that you have on that one. Because again, we are in the times, there is no right or wrong. You can't apply this one blueprint thing, you know, that somebody said, okay, in the quarter one, that is what you want to focus on. And then quarter two is best for blah, blah, blah. It is not. It is about you and also having the audacity yourself to own what you want, and own your choices. And then from that, direct the action that you take. And from that, the sales strategy, if you want. That is, by the way, very important, I feel, to have the clarity on which strategy you want to run for the next time period that you're choosing. And then you can apply everything that Jana has said, or you can move more to the faster deciding people, or you know whatever that is. There's all of the different things that we can play, and they're all amazing. It's just really about the clarity and the choices that you make.
0: Well, I think, you know, what what I'm hearing, I think we need to do another episode on sales (laughs) where we really talk about, because really this has become about messaging. And what I want people to take away from this is Judith and I are talking about somebody that's probably right in the same um, place in their business. They want the same similar or similar goals. They are, um, you know, already invested themselves one way or another, right? They, you know, and on and on and on. However there's still two very different people in many ways. And so this is where when, if you worked with a coach or you're listening to us and they're like, you really need to be, it's not about a niche. It's about a state of mind and where they are. Even if they're even on the same place looking for the same transformation, they're still in a different place, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. And just that little intricate piece this has been such a beautiful example of how different that can change the people that you're calling in and, you know, who who you're going to be acting or taking action or not taking action, right? And so I love that because I was actually going to bring up the, you know, like an example. I'll do it this way just just to kind of highlight what what's happened here in the two different people. You know, it's kind of like lose 10 pounds in 30 days. Right. Well, that's a lot of people. And then it's OK. Lose 10 pounds um, by eating what you want and just going to the gym. Well, that's a different type of person. Then it becomes lose the 10 pounds that you gain as, you know, going through menopause because the same things you used to do don't work anymore. So that's talking to somebody that's worked out like me when probably Judah, too, like moved their body for decades, has already has a really healthy relationship with food. And needs extra support to figure out, you know, now that their body chemistry has changed, what exactly can they do in this moment to get back to feeling the way they used to feel? Right. And so it becomes so intricate. And I'm not saying this. I want to make sure I I address this too. not saying this to where it's like you just have to sit there and obsess over your message forever and ever. Amen. But just look at what you're really saying and look at it through those fresh eyes to see what, who you are really calling in. Because if we just focused on somebody that wants to lose 10 pounds, that could be anybody, most people like major, but probably 99% of people, you know? And so um, the more intricate we can really in the clear, the clarity around who we really want to work with and who this person is and the transformation we're they're off we're offering. And then, even as intricate down to the example that we've been able to to describe or just uh, what's the word demonstrate here is so many of that is still the same. They could have the identical goals and everything, be at the identical point in their business, but they're the way they make decisions is different for whatever reason, right? You know, like Judith said, they they've healed some of those things around. Uh, you know, I wasted money on this. They they reframed it in another way and have seen, seen it for what it is at a different perspective um, versus somebody who, you know, you know, identifies like a lot of people I hear, like, I don't make decisions very fast. Like I need to know what I'm getting into. I want to make sure I'm getting it right. And so, um, but just to be aware of, of how differently that can change, um, you know, how you go about things. So one other thing I wanted to say, because I do hear that from people a lot. You know, I'm still paying for my last program, or I just want to take my time this time, or my husband's tired of, you know, hearing about my investing. I mean, these are all re- very real things. And um, you know, so when when you if you are experiencing some of these things, if you're listening and maybe you've been in those shoes or you're in those shoes currently, something that I heard this week that really, Resonated. Um, I know we're getting close to time. I'll make this brief. I was at a conference or summit, and this this lady, this dear lady, stood up to ask a question, and she was in tears because you could tell she wanted to invest. And she said, "I invested ten thousand dollars in a coach that gave me a strategy that wasn't even applicable to my business at the point that I was at." And then she said, "And then I invested another ten thousand dollars into a coach who." Didn't align with me, wanted me to do things that I wasn't comfortable with. Um, And so she says, I come here today and I'm broken. I'm broken. I have no more money. I don't know what I'm going to do. I want to invest, but now I'm stuck. And such no more beautiful words. It makes me emotional because it was very emotional. And the coach said, just because it didn't work for you doesn't mean it's not working on you. Mm. and even though whatever that strategy was like judith said it caused her or you know it can cause you to do the inner work to see oh i needed to go through that because and offering you one other layer to this is there's things i invested in early on because i didn't quite know what i was doing that i'm able to use now and apply now and so just because maybe along the way you, you went I would never call it the wrong direction, but you went in a different direction than maybe you expected doesn't mean that it's not working on you and that it won't work for you later. So, you know, to anyone that is in that space, um, if you can lean into that and trust into that more, um, it will definitely help you as you do run into people like Judith and it's like, I'm here, right. You know, for you to feel like, okay, no matter what happens, this is where I'm supposed to be. And this is I feel like this is exactly where I need to invest, right? And you can trust that. What I'm trying to say is you can still trust yourself. Because I know I've been there. I did it too. And I thought, well, shit. If I can't trust that, that then what, what the hell am I doing? Because it was a full body yes. And so, but it certainly worked on me.
1: It yeah, I've been there too. It wasn't too long ago. I've invested like a five-figure amount in 2021 or 2022 where I thought I'd walk into that room to get out exactly one thing. And it turns out I got out 50 million other things that I needed to see for me to identify more what I don't want. Yeah. So that was a five-figure investment to learn a ton of things that I don't want, but they, it was like a mirror. It was amazing. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I was back then quickly in the position after I got frustrated and I thought, shit, I'm kind of losing all of that money now because, you know, it's a waste or whatever it is. I didn't because I could flip it around. And be like, Oh my goodness, what is this teaching me about myself? And how can I create from that the way that I want it? And this is basically, that was the very beginning, the very first beginning of the system that I have now that I'm teaching, the framework, right? So I understand the money struggle, and I've been there as well. But closing this off now, and yes, we need to do another one for about sales. <laughs>
0: this is what happens when we just kind of roll with the energy. Yeah, um, we'll, We will exactly. do a sales one.
1: <laughs> but I want to say one last thing about the purpose, Um, not the purpose, the um, attraction marketing, because to round this off, right, what I feel a lot of times is the misconception around this is it ties a bit in what you said in the beginning, right? If you want to understand it in the way it's like, Oh, then I don't have to speak. I don't have to go live. I don't have to talk anywhere, including I don't have to do sales conversations. And that is my golden bullet if you want for making sales overnight, every day, continuously. That is not 100% the perception I'm inviting you to have on that and the other thing is, I've seen a lot of people in my audience who said, oh, I'm, I'm doing it exactly the way it was taught, and I'm clear on who I want to talk to, and I'm not avoiding the conversation, but I'm still not getting any results. I'm not getting the conversations that I want. And that is a matter of you having a mismatch in what you are aligned with unconsciously and subconsciously versus what you're creating through your logic, conscious mind, because somebody gave you a script. Right. And that is where it ties into the sales conversations. In a way, this core idea of the attraction marketing is an extension of a sales script, if you want. And if you just apply the sales script, it is the same as if you try to, to implement a generic DM sales script, just with more beautiful pictures and a bit longer copy. But it's the same thing. And that is the reason why it's not working. Right. The overall idea is amazing. Bring more sales part into every post that you create in a non-salesy way, in an authentic way. But again, having the awareness of what exactly is my intention with that post? Who do I want to sell to? And where is that person in the process? Right. And then having a good mix. And that is what both I and Jenna are helping people with, finding your mix. What makes sense for you as a person, but also what makes sense for you with regards to the stage of your business where you're at. And the things that you want to achieve. Right. And that is the beautiful mix where it all comes back to the new way of how we do business because we get to find our own way. And sometimes that's a way, it's a path that hasn't been paved and you get to pave it
0: first. Absolutely. You know, that's a really kind of a throwback to what we talked about last, well, it wasn't last week now, <laughs> whenever it was, um, our first of the year episode. And, you know, just that we are this, we can't plug and play. That's not how this is going to work. And, you know, to her, Judith's point, we will talk more about, you know, how to show up. It's not what you say, it's who you are. And that's it's who you are when you're doing the thing, whether it's sales, whether it's marketing, whether it's writing copy. And so, you know, this whole idea of I'll just execute ABCD and E and get exactly what other person got. I mean, it, it, it doesn't work that way. I mean, I likened it to following even a recipe like you could have a 20 people cook, bake the same cake and I can guarantee you it's going to taste a little different. It's going to look a little different. It's, you know, the texture, all the things. And so that's even in the same room with the same ingredients. So imagine like, you know, filter that, like project that out onto your business and just imagine all the different nuances that come into play. And so What we will do then is on our next episode, I want to look more through this through the lens of sales and what that really looks like. Um, So today was more about marketing and messaging, but that's just where it went. And that's what this is all about. So I hope you enjoyed just sort of how this organically um, manifested. And um, we will dig more into what this looks like for the actual sales conversation, more the end portion of that funnel. Um, next time, you amazing, my love.
1: For <laughs> so everyone you think who needs to hear this as well, like this, comment this, write us a review if you want to support and if you've enjoyed this. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so, so much. For
0: listening. You and we have an amazing
1: gift for you. I really want you to expand your mind and business and help you create
0: the impact that you desire. You know how success is an inside job. If you like this podcast, please download this episode and leave us an amazing review. If you screenshot your review and email it to evolution at gmail.com, you will receive our most powerful bundle. Unlock your success with guided meditation and friends. Thanks so much again for listening.